This is Brain Diet, episode 149, New Year, Same You. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast and Happy New Year. How was your New Year? Did you stay up until midnight? We started a couple years ago just not doing that. (laughs) And I think it came as a combination of children and knowing that no matter the hour they go to bed, they will still wake up at the same time every morning. And so we had to decide to, um, you know, go to bed at a reasonable hour. That in combination with how much I've been learning about sleep the last couple of years, especially those first couple hours of sleep, I just, I don't, I don't do well staying up late. And I've learned that the body doesn't do well in general staying up late. So we're kind of party poopers, honestly. And, you know, I just kind of own it at this point because I feel a lot better doing that. And it's just another day in the end, right? (laughs) It's just going to bed and waking up on another day. You just happen to be in a new year. And luckily I have a sweet husband that I can just kiss anytime I want. So whether it's midnight or otherwise, I can just kiss him. And that is enough for me to rationalize going to bed that I can kiss my husband and all of the sleep reasons I just previously (laughs) mentioned. But as we are into this new year, it's also raining. Can you hear that here? I wish it were snowing, but I will settle for rain. But as we are into this new year, something that I hear every year is the idea of new year, new you, or new year, new me. And I wanted to speak to that because I think that This time is looked upon as a time of reinvention. And I actually think that that can be a great opportunity to reflect. It can give you a time and space to introspect a little bit and consider your life, consider who you are. And I think that is a very beautiful and important thing for everyone to do, to consider more of yourself, what you've accomplished and what you want to be. However, What can happen, and typically it's more common in some of the media approaches and marketing and all of that, it becomes more of a, how can you be different? What can you change about yourself this year that will make you better than you were before, that will make you more worthwhile, more lovable, more attractive, more this and that than perhaps you were in the past? And there's a fine line when it comes to change, when it comes to changing parts about you, whether it's physical or behavioral or mental, changing those things isn't inherently good or bad. What matters is the reason why you're doing it. And so what I wanted to touch on here today is that the world doesn't need a new you. It needs more of you as you are. The world needs you to figure out who you are separate from other people's expectations and perceptions because the more of you there is, 
the more honesty and authenticity there is in the world. I've been doing something with my children lately where when we we experiment with a lot of different foods and different meals and things that we eat together as a family. And there are a lot of things that my kids will say, oh, I don't like that. Like lately it's been mushrooms. They both have been saying how much they don't like mushrooms. And the way that I've been going about it is saying, well, that's perfectly okay that you don't like mushrooms. If everyone liked all of the same things and didn't like all of the same things, then the world wouldn't be as fun. The world would be a little bit boring because if everyone loved mushrooms or if everyone hated mushrooms, then there wouldn't be room for experimentation and change and new perspectives on things. Now, mushrooms are a really small example for something that could influence the world, but essentially what I have been trying to teach my kids is that a variety of preferences, perspectives, and tastes for things, for people, for foods, for activities, it is actually a really beautiful thing. And it's amazing to have different preferences than someone else because it comes together in a very beautiful portrait of life. That's not going to be black and white. So as you consider what you might want to do this year, I want you to pose the question that if no one had an opinion about you, if other people were not a factor, would your goals still be the same? If people didn't have an opinion on your weight, if society didn't convey messages of what beauty is and what your body should look like, if others were not a factor, if other people's perceptions were not a factor, would your goals be the same? And I would almost ask the question, like if you were on an island by yourself, but you had all of your needs met, right? If you had like food and shelter and all of your like basic needs met, what goals would you set for yourself then? And you can decide, do you want like your tribe of people, your family to be on this island with you? I mean, that's totally up to you to decide, (laughs) but I want you just to really think for a second why you are setting your goals. It is, is it because you think you should be different than you are? Is it think, is it because you think that other people will like you better or is it something entirely different? If you were to eliminate other people's opinions, If other people didn't have brains and they couldn't have an opinion about you, or if other people didn't even exist, but you had your basic needs met, what would your goals be? And would they change? The truth is, New Year's really doesn't matter. It's just another day. It's not a pressuring time. It's not an urgent time. It is just another day that you will be alive as a human. And in regard to goals, you don't need to set goals. Did you know that if you never set another goal ever again, you would survive just fine without them? New Year's doesn't matter and goals don't matter. And that's not to say that you shouldn't pay attention to either of those things. I just want you to recognize that it isn't a life or death matter to pay attention to these things and to participate in these things. It's just another day and you're just living a human life. I believe, however, that it is an act of love to honor who you are by trying to be more of yourself. Think about it this way. 
if you were a square chocolate cake, if that's the body that you came in, you're a square and you're a very chocolate cake. Instead of trying to be a round vanilla cake this year, changing your shape, changing your color, changing your flavor, ask instead how you can just be more chocolatey and more square. If I were a square chocolate cake, I would find the most beautiful square pan to cook myself in. I would find one with all of my favorite colors that matches my kitchen aesthetic and that I would love to look at, that I would love to have on display if I weren't cooking in it, that would match my shape perfectly. And then I would add coffee to my cake mixture because coffee enhances any chocolate flavor. Any good baker knows that when you are making something chocolate, you add a little bit of coffee or coffee um, granules, and that isn't so you can taste the coffee, it's because it makes the chocolate taste more chocolatey. And that is how we need to approach ourselves as we introspect, as we examine what it is we want to do with our lives, with our goals, with our time, with this next year. So for me, in order to be a more square chocolate cake, I do set physical goals. I set goals to change my body, but not because I think that anything is wrong with being a square chocolate cake, but instead because I cherish the body that I have been given and I love challenging it to become something beyond anything that I've ever expected. I set goals in the gym, not because I believe I need to be any different. I could never set a goal again. I could never change my body composition. I could never change the scale. And I would believe I would be still the most worthy person just as you are, just as everybody is exactly as they are now. But I love to see what I am capable of. I enjoy setting goals because it's fun. I set goals from the space of what would make me feel more alive. And for me, so much of that happens in the gym. It's lifting, it's pushing myself, it's literally doing things I have never done before in the gym. Like there are weeks where I will leave every single day and say, I have never done that before. I've never done that many pull ups, I've never lifted that much weight. And to be able to say that on a regular basis regularly blows my mind. And not in a way where I think I'm better than anybody, but just because I am marveling at what the human body is capable of. Now, for some people, they would feel the opposite of how I feel. If they set goals in the gym, they might feel completely terrible and they might hate every second of it and they might resent having to do these things and they might feel worse off afterward mentally and emotionally. And that's okay. They don't have to set those goals. If that doesn't make them feel more alive, you know, I'm a huge fan of exercise, but if that's not people's jam, it doesn't have to be. It's just mine because I love it, not because I think I need to be any different. I set health goals and food goals and weight goals and body composition goals because if I reflect on the last 10 years of how far I have come in my physical health, it again is mind blowing. What if? I could take the last 10 years and I could go double as far or even equally as far in the next decade. It's really exciting for me to think about. And so because of that, I'm really motivated to do things that challenge me and that are different and that might not be the easiest path for me. But all the while, 
It's exciting. And that's what's so fun about it for me. But there are others that would look at certain health goals or certain certain food goals or weight goals or whatever it might be. And they might be repulsed by those things. Some people set goals like that solely because of the influence of others. People might set health goals because of what other people will think or what other people are currently thinking and they want to change what they're currently thinking. Maybe they set health goals because of societal expectations. They think, well, it's expected of me that I should lose weight because apparently that's something that everyone should be doing all the time. Not true. But we believe that. And so New Year's comes around and it becomes this time of saying, well, this is what society does. It is expected of me to lose weight. Which if you think about it, it's pretty wild. I saw this TikTok a while back that was so funny to me and profound. It was a woman that was pretending to be a cave woman. And she was like, imagine you're a cave woman and you've just given birth and your partner cave husband is like beating you over the head because he wants you to go out and, you know, help everyone's survival in the family and you have this brand new baby and your body's just been like torn open by giving birth and you're trying to keep the baby alive and you're trying to stay alive and imagine if someone from now 2023 visited this cave woman and was like all right when are you gonna bounce back we're gonna get that pre-baby body (laughs) like just how truly absurd our expectations of bodies have become that they should be a certain way, that they should look a certain way, and that they should change in a certain way. It's ridiculous, not to mention the fact that there are so many other things that matter so much more. Now, granted, it's what I do with people. I help people change body composition. I help women with autoimmune conditions learn how to manage their health and their weight. However, so much of the work that I do with my clients is working on things like this. It's setting goals from a place of, What would make me feel more alive? How can I love myself more? How can I be more of myself? How can I enhance who I am rather than try to be something entirely different? So what I want to offer you here today is just a few questions to ask yourself. Maybe you set goals this year. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you were planning on it. Maybe you're not about goals at all. But regardless, I want you to ask yourself these questions and just see what might come up for you. The first being, what would make me feel more like myself this year? A question like this might be easy for you to answer, and it might be difficult. I find that oftentimes it's difficult for people to answer a question like this if they are so accustomed to behaving according to other people's perceptions versus behaving for themselves. A person that behaves one way around one person and a different way around a different person in a different way around another different person, oftentimes struggles knowing who they are, what they like, what their preferences are, because they're so used to behaving in such a way where you manipulate other people's perceptions of you, which is essentially a very dishonest way to live your life. And you are dishonoring who you are because you aren't being authentic, being who you are and showing up as, as yourself regardless. And so if you ask yourself this question, what would make me feel more like myself this year? And you draw a blank you have an opportunity to get to know yourself. You have been given this square chocolate cake of who you are, and you have a chance to figure out how to best create and serve this chocolate cake, how to best enhance who you are. And it's a really exciting journey to take. 
to give yourself permission to be you unconditionally. And instead of trying to be it, be you differently, you get to be you as you and to be more of you. Because the more you behave as yourself, the more energy you have to be yourself. It's like the self-sustaining machine that just builds upon itself. So what would make you feel more alive? I'm sorry, what would make you feel more like yourself this year? It's a great question to ask. Next question, what would I really enjoy? If you were by yourself, again, on an island, no other people, but you had access to pretty much anything you wanted, what would you enjoy doing? What would be like your first choice of activity or of a way to spend your time? It's fun to think about because it's energizing. When you are dishonest and show up as different versions of yourself in order to accommodate other people's perceptions, it's draining because it's not honest. It's not energizing. But when you are you and you find more of what you love, it gives you more energy to contribute more of what you love. So what do you really enjoy and how can you incorporate more of that into your year? The next question is what, I'm sorry, next question, how can I become more of the person I want to be? Not how can I be more like the person my mom wants me to be or how can I become more of the person my boss wants me to be? It's how can I become more of the person I want to be? That's going to require you to ask yourself, who do you want to be? And then what is it going to take to become more of that version of you? What is already there within you that is ready to be enhanced? What skills and gifts do you already have that just need some TLC, some love and attention that are there to enhance, to make your life richer and subsequently make the world richer because of your authentic contribution to it? Listen, the world doesn't need you to be anything different. It just needs more of you as you are. So it becomes your responsibility to figure out you, what you love, what you enjoy, what makes you feel alive. And instead of trying to be around vanilla cake, just to enhance your square chocolatey cakeness, <laughs> the world needs more of you as you are. So consider who you want to be this year. And if you feel any sense of urgency with these goals or thoughts, you need to reframe the question. This is a very loving, respect, respective, introspective exercise to do for yourself to just drop into what you love, who you want to be, and what makes you feel alive. It isn't meant to make you feel urgent to see how much weight you can lose in the shortest amount of time or if you can hit certain milestones so that other people can see. I mean, that can be fun to hit milestones, but if the entire motivation of your goal, or at least the majority of it, is because of other people, because of their opinions, because of what you believe you should be doing, then that kind of defeats the purpose of the goal. I, be I believe that a goal is there to enhance a person, is to challenge you to grow into maybe the next version of you, but not someone that's necessarily different. We want the same you. We don't want to get rid of you. We want more of you. The world needs more of you. So with that, 
I will leave you with these questions to consider and ponder. How can you be more of you, the same you in this new year? That is all I have for you. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.